This is the Check It Out podcast. I'm Troy Swanson. Joe Malarkey. Tish Hayes. And we're here at the Moraine Valley Library, and we want to do, this is the first podcast in a series um, about our graphic novel symposium, which is coming up in September uh, the 18th and 19th. It's a Thursday and Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, this is an academic event aimed at our curriculum uh, that will feature um, three lectures and then a gaming day all around graphic novels, geek culture, comic books. What am I, what am I missing? All of that. All that good stuff. So as a setup, we wanted to just talk about graphic novels and maybe um, talk about our library collection and things that we can offer and how people that don't read graphic novels regularly maybe could find their way into this broad genre. It is a really broad genre. That's an excellent word, I think, to use, is that um, graphic novels are as diverse as any other kind of literature. So you have things in the superhero realm that I think people are really familiar with, those comic books, the things that all of those action movies are based on. And we have some of that here. So if you are you know, into Batman or Superman, maybe read those comics as a kid, um, I definitely recommend looking into things that we have here now because what's interesting I think with heroes like Batman and Superman is that the adult stories that are told about them are a little bit dark Um, they delve into mythology they delve into issues um, around identity so they're way more complex than maybe like the comics or the cartoons that you remember as a kid Um, Troy I know you just read All-Star Superman All-Star Superman by Grant Morrison yeah which was fun, um, especially if you're a Superman aficionado, I think um, you're going to like like it. But it's really a treatment um, of Superman as this mythic figure, which in some ways he's become. So and the, the whole story centers on what happens if, in, to some degree, what happens if Superman had cancer and was going to die. Mm. And how would he live out the rest of his life and battle his enemies? So it's, 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 it was um, pretty fun. Um, and I think if, I, if there was another one to throw out, we have um, Year One um, of Batman, mm-hmm. right, by uh, Frank Miller. Yeah, so, and I think we also have Dark Knight Returns. Dark Knight Returns. Both Frank Miller So those classics. are kind of classic graphic novel uh, superhero treatments. But maybe we can move beyond um, the, gra- the superhero realm. Yeah, definitely. So um, if you were a fan of the post-apocalyptic stuff we were talking about last year, um, you might be really interested in... Why the Last Man, which yes. is not at all, um, I think, superhero-y. Um, it's definitely kind of told uh, a story about the last man on Earth, um, mm. left with all of the women of the Earth. So everyone with a Y chromosome is gone, and um, it's his story. So that's pretty interesting. Um, classic Alan Moore, V for Vendetta, or even Watchmen kind of fall into that category, too. Right, right. And of course, if, if you want, to, if you're hitting on the post-apocalyptic, you can't forget about Walking Dead, which we have. Oh yeah. The the omnibus editions, which go like up through issue 96, and and it's fun, especially if you watch the show Walking Dead, um, to see it's kind of an alternate universe from the show um, of the original comic book series. But okay, you two. Now, listen. So I, you know, I, I think Mouse was my last um, graphic novel. Okay, yeah. And that, well, that was some time ago. Well, and tell um, us what Mouse is. Okay. And so Mouse is um, a really striking story. Um, Art Spiegelman was um, an illustrator, and his father was a Holocaust survivor. Um, and it's about their relationship as the dad tells him stories. But, um, you know, 
it, it's it's you know for instance, but he just grew up in a, in an experience where it, there's a lot of what's called um, um, oh, non-survivor guilt. Okay, and certainly the father has survivor guilt. Okay, um, and so what happens is you know like he says you know he says as a kid I'm hungry, and his father would re respond. You don't know what hunger is till you're in a room with five other people and one loaf of bread. Right. And it would be that kind of thing. He could top right. anything. So it's just this, you know, huge sort of pressure and wanting to hear the story, wanting to understand the story, and in really being very damaged by the story. So there's 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 a couple of different stories going on at the same time. You're reading more than one. But now, what I want to ask you guys with this set and, and Mouse everything, won the Pulitzer, and, that's a, and it was yeah, a prize yeah, winning. And he yeah. is has gone on Art Spiegelman um, to make some other really significant books, um, including one on 9/11, post 9/11, The Shadow of No Towers, The Shadow of No Towers, which we have. Mm -hmm. yes. But you know that said, and everything that we so far talked about, um, are there any yucks in these books? I mean, because what we, we, well, uh, well, I will tell you <laughs> because actually, you know, people would say to me, they'd come in and go, um, "Do you guys have anything like fun to read?" Okay, and and I, you know, would say to them, you know, you know, earlier on in in my um, tenure as the collection management librarian, I wouldn't admit it. I, you know, take my little sheriff's badge off, um, and I'd say, well, no, you know, we pretty much have the ones where somebody has to die, and <laughs> you know, serious, that serious literature. literature. And so, I mean, is it is are there people doing comic graphic novels? Is I guess what I'm asking. Um, mm. which is an awesome and I'm seeing this great face. <laughs> I see these great faces. Well, no, that's well, we an excellent question. I think we have things that are fun to read. Yeah. Um, I don't know we, that they're funny. Well, I mean, we, we there have is. peanuts. I mean, we have some of the. We have a collection down there of uh, of Charlie Brown stuff. They're in. Uh, sure. Yeah. We just don't like it, Joe. You're asking. And they're educational. I mean, the, you know, the nerds, peanuts were we, very philosophical. We philosophical. That's true. Okay. Yeah. One thing that would be fun, and I don't know if it's funny. But is yeah. um, like Neil Gaiman's Sandman series, okay. which oh, yeah. we do have um, two big books of that, and that's an it was an ongoing series for a number of years. Now they're in this collected book, but it was a comic book, and he talked, you know, made this this mythic character of the Sandman that lives forever and has all these kind of mini adventures. Okay. Some some are it does verge on horror. There's some. Some pretty ugly oh, yeah. stuff. I would in definitely classify the as horror. Yeah, horror you know, I was kind of surprised when you said Neil Gaiman. I'm like, I can't <laughs> yeah. picture him but, but doing this it, sort of it really, cutesy novel. Yeah, but it, when you sit down with it, you have to take it as this fun approach to some ser some very serious topics. Okay, but it's um, it you would read it, you know, as a, it's not the, a complete literary work in the way Mouse is, right? It's this ongoing story of this character that weaves and, and goes through different stuff. So. Okay. And I think there are um, a lot of graphic novels that instead of dealing with like huge issues like the Holocaust or even mm -hmm. like these kind of mythic concepts like Sandman or you know some of the Superman, superhero stuff, yeah. um, you have comics that are just about people's lives. And mm -hmm. of course there is sadness, there's humor. So. So those, I think, are the kind of thing that if you're not really into comics, those mm -hmm. actually might be really attractive because it's more like, you know, reading a, a, a novel. And so, you know, something I think I would recommend would be American Born Chinese or Persepolis. Both of those are coming-of-age novels that are about, you know, Persepolis is this young girl living in Iran during the... Um, 
Islamic Revolution, mm -hmm. and then American-born Chinese, really different, is a young um, Amer Chinese-American boy who is like in the middle of, I think, the Midwest. And so dealing with mm -hmm. being the only Asian-American kid in his class and kind of trying to navigate, like, he really just wants to be like the other kids, mm -hmm. and his family is constantly pulling him back towards his, you know, Chinese roots. So, you know, just those are really common, like, just dealing with the coming of age, identity issues, um, and they're both really, really great, so well-written, and the art is incredible in both of those. Something like Fun Home? Oh my god, Fun Home is, um, I think if you are a literary person and love reading, Fun Home is definitely for you. It's one of the most complex graphic novels I've ever read, hmm. but the, the writing and the art um, are really well done. Um, and again, it's a personal story. This It's really a story about this woman's father. Um, Alison Bechtel is the, the writer. It's about her father and his struggle um, with sexuality and identity issues, and then how that impacts her own struggle with those same issues as she grows up and goes through college. And it's about their relationship. So it's really kind of a touching father-daughter story, a complex father-daughter story, and a really complex coming-of-age story. Right. Um, along those same lines, um, one of our secondary uh, texts for our One Book, One College program on Giovanni's Room is um, Aliki Murray's book A Plus C Forever, which is a graphic novel that I really loved, and um, it's an alternative text to Giovanni's Room, but it tells the story of two high school kids that are dealing with, you know, kind of the, the who am I going to become kind of issues and dealing with sexual orientation, um, gender identity, and it's a super sweet story. I think a lot of our 18-year-old um, uh, traditional age uh, students would, would really take to it because it's dealing with an environment they've just left, um, the high school world, and all of it's fun. And, yeah. yeah, and the art's a little bit different than your traditional comic book. Yeah, very mm -hmm. edgy, yeah, breaking down some of those lines that are, it's great. Yeah. Um, also, for those of you who might not have read a graphic novel before and just kind of want to maybe look at some art, see what it's all about, we do have a couple of anthologies that I think are worth noting. So we have um, one called Womanthology, and what's notable about this is that it's all women writers and artists. And the comics world is has been very traditionally mm. male-dominated. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, and so it's really great to see kind of how wide and broad and amazing all of these women are mm -hmm. um, who are writing and, and illustrating comics. So that's absolutely worth reading. And then we have a series called The Graphic Canon. Oh, yeah. And it's um, kind of some of the best artists in comics today illustrating their take on classic literature. And so sometimes you'll have a full poem or short story that's illustrated. Um, sometimes it's just an impression um, mm -hmm. that the artist has of the book. Um, but it starts with graphic canon number one, from the Epic of Gilgamesh to Shakespeare to Dangerous Liaisons, all the way through David Foster Wallace's Infinite Jest. So it really covers the span of literature, mm. and it's pretty exciting. And um, I think that's a, a big thing with if people are new and, and looking to try to get into graphic novels is remember that graphic novels are, you know, it's like like regular novels. There's a whole range of stuff. Mm -hmm. and Some things you're mm -hmm. going to like and some things you're not going to like. And I'm um, saying, oh, I don't like graphic novels is kind of like saying, oh, I don't like movies. I mean, there's just, <laughs> there's something out there for you. Mm -hmm. It's just having the patience to explore and understand um, how it works. And I think we've worked in the library to try to have a range of stuff um, in our graphic novel collection, we're always purchasing 
And right, but we're going to work harder to get some yucks in here. Yeah, okay. Yes, we're definitely, get the definitely. Comedies on the list. Um, any final titles you want to throw out there, Tish? You know, was? one thing I do want to mention, if you are someone who is actually interested in creating graphic novels and that kind of creative side, we do have a number of things that would help you as mm. you are thinking mm -hmm. about that. And one thing I wanted to mention was What It Is by Linda Berry. She's yes. an incredibly talented, also local mm -hmm. um, writer and artist. And her book, What It Is, is kind of a guide for crea creativity kind of outside of the comics realm, too. But definitely, if you're interested in drawing and writing, that's a really great thing to check out. Um, Jessica Abel also has mm -hmm. an excellent um, guide to creating comics, and um, I recommend taking a look at that. I forget the title right now, but um, it's in our collection as well. Great. Okay, well, um, if you, we've mentioned something that interests you, come to the library, give us a call, talk to mm -hmm. us, we're happy to help you. Any of the librarians on duty can do that. We hope you will join us for our graphic novels um, symposium. Um, the website is www.morainevalley.com slash comicsculture. You can find that off the library homepage. And uh, thank you for listening. Thanks again. Thank you.